Hello and welcome to Compelling Conversations Where Law Meets Business. I'm Dara Rosenbaum, a founding partner and attorney at Rosenbaum & Taylor in New York. My own journey has shown me the power of learning from others, whether from their successes or from their failures, and that's what led me to start this show. In each episode, my goal is to have a compelling conversation with a business leader, business owner, or other inspiring person who will share with you their experiences, their advice, and their perspective. I hope you'll learn from them and be inspired by them, just as I'm sure I will. You can find this show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. My guest today, who I'm so excited to speak to, is Rochelle Listener of Dynamic Business Growth. Rochelle's mission is to energize, inspire, and educate business owners to achieve productivity, profit, and peace. Since 2007, she has helped corporations and entrepreneurs resolve their sales, culture, and business growth headaches. Rochelle's deep understanding of how to communicate in a noisy world supports business owners and their teams to engage in storytelling, not boring telling, for powerful verbal branding. This is the secret weapon for greater focus, growth, and profits. Rochelle is a world traveler, and her favorite spots are Positano, Italy, and Phuket, Thailand. She has a warm place in her heart for dogs and has three rescue jitsus. So welcome, Rochelle. It is wonderful to talk to you. It's always a fun time we get to chat. Oh, my God. This is such a pleasure for me and a treat. I just love when you and I get together. Oh, thank you. That's wonderful. So you got to tell me more about this. Storytelling, not boring telling. Tell me more. You know, when it comes to, you know, right now, people are trying to get back on track for businesses. I mean, and I'm here to tell you, prayer's not the answer, okay? We've got to get a little bit more specific. Mm -hmm. So where I find a lot of companies have struggled, I mean, they really struggle, is that they don't know how to talk about their business in a compelling way. They are, boy, are they, they're long-winded, boring, common, and they're, they're not telling me, like, how do you pull a rabbit out of a hat? What's so extraordinary about what you do? And the best way that we can connect to people is when we tell these dynamic stories. You know, what did you do that was exceptional where a client was just so grateful that they met you, that you were literally an answer to their prayer? Mm -hmm. And when you do that in story form, gosh, people remember you. They remember you, and more important, they remember your story like, like forever. So I always say that, like, how do we create those kind of dynamic stories? And how do you? I mean, I, mean, I you know, I can see, listen, we've all heard it. You walk into that networking meeting or you meet somebody and they say, like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm Joe Smith, and I've been an accountant in New York for 25 years. And you're like, okay, that's the same guy that I've met with another name, you know, in another location, but it's the same thing. Not how do you make that? How do you make that kind of thing different? Not interested. You you know, there, there's a formula that I have. It's called the three C's. C's like Charlie. So you need to what what I call catch, compel, and have a call to action. So catch. How do you catch someone's attention? So I want to know how do you pull? Like what are the what's the problem that you solve? What is the problem that you solve? So when you start off by saying, you know, my name is Jane Smith. I'm a nutritionist. I've been doing this for 38 years. I don't care. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is when people become very long winded and they go into the details of what they do. So, mm -hmm. for example, I'm Jane Smith. And I will work with you to get off gluten, off sugar, off processed foods. The only thing that she was telling me that I can do by the time she was finished with her pitch is she left me with air and water. And when you're thinking about working with a nutritionist that, yeah, I might want to lose, you know, that 10 pounds. But if the way you're doing it is you're only leaving me with air and water, the mm -hmm. chance of me working with you was slim to none. It's slim to none. Right. So I changed it with her. I said, like, hello, like, what do you really do? And I said, let me tell you what you do. You work with women 
because most of her clientele is women. Mm-hmm. So I said, you work with women to win the war of haagen and pizza. Mm-hmm. So when we start out, you go from bloomers to bikinis. <laughs> now, if you're going to do that, people are interested. They remember that story. You know, I, tr- I struggle with haagen Mm-hmm. You know, pizza is my favorite food. And she's telling me that I'm going to go into something that's a little more, you know, sexy and desirable. Let me have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. So it's for all our businesses. It's not just that. I've worked with, you know, um, insurance people. Those are really notorious. You know, they, they deal with life insurance, mm-hmm. disability insurance, um, retirement. So they're talking about, you know, you might be broke, you might, you know, you you, you might need long term care because you'll be crippled and yet you don't have, you know, like, like and, and you, the chances of you dying in the near future is pretty high. And you, these, are not, you, these are not sexy topics. And you're curious why people don't want to have a conversation with you. <laughs> Got to change that. You know, you say you worked really hard. Now it's time to play really hard. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to do with, you know, on my watch. So that's a different reason for somebody to talk to you instead of saying, you know what, you're going to be broken, crippled. <laughs> so it sounds like you spend a lot of time crafting that story because I think that people don't see themselves that way. Oh, no, they don't. Yeah. They get so, they get very caught up into the weeds of what they do. They get very caught and they get very caught up in um credit, you know, the credibility, you know, I've got, I've got degrees from wherever I've got degrees. And here's the interesting people claim that if they're doing something for 25 years, that it creates credibility. Mm-hmm. And boy, I'm here to tell you now, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to be very careful because today things are changing so quickly with um, technology. So very often when you tell me you're doing something for 25 years, it's like you positioned yourself as the Flintstones and not the Jetsons. Mm. You got to tell me why that's important. What do you know that's different based on your years, not because of your years? Right. Because companies bring me in because they can't navigate change. Mm-hmm. So if you can't navigate change and, you, and you're doing something for 25 years, I'm going to assume that you're stale. Right. You're stale and sag- stagnant and you're not on trend. Mm-hmm. So we've got to get very careful about how we position ourselves and what are we telling people? Right. I mean, that's, that's a good point. I mean, I think it's, and I think it's hard. I think, you know, as a lawyer, I, I know I struggled initially with, you know, how do I not say like, you know, I'm a lawyer and this is what I do. And, you know, I've come up with, you know, I help businesses resolve conflict without combat, which I think hopefully for me kind of invites people to ask like, well, what does that mean and how? And I've had people say to me, hey, that's interesting because most lawyers I meet are bloodthirsty. Like, listen, I, you know, listen, and I always tell them, listen, I love a good fight and I will end one. But, you know, the, the majority of people I work with don't want to fight. They want to move on with their lives. They want to move on with their businesses and they don't want to fight. No, so, but it's yeah. a hard thing, I think in, you know, like, you know, for accountants and insurance professionals and, you know, morticians and all these people who sort of don't have that sexy, that sexy kind of job where you're, you're really have that attention getting line. It's not about, none of us have a sexy job. It's making it. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, when, when you're dealing with somebody's pain, Mm-hmm. You know, for example, you're dealing with people in conflict. So how many clients come to you because they are what? They're confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, business is complicated enough, let alone the legality behind business. Mm-hmm. So understanding the legality and connecting it to day-to-day practices is where you do your best work, where you guide clients to to really sustain a great foundation in their business. Mm-hmm. So I, I get to see the problem that you solve. 
Yeah. You get the scene. If you want war, go to the military. You know, <laughs> don't you know, don't sign up with me. Yeah. Makes if sense. your partners are at war, there's there's another outlet for it. Let's try to resolve this in a in a more humane manner. There's mm-hmm. a lot of ways that we can position ourselves. Absolutely. How much does personality play into that? Because I can see that there are people who couldn't pull off saying, I'm gonna take you from bloomers to bikinis. Like I see there are people who just couldn't deliver that line as well as you do. I'd say, to be honest, personality has nothing to do with it. Really? Okay. It's practice. Mm-hmm. You know, when I started out, I, believe it or not, I was very uncomfortable with public speaking. I got very, very nervous. And when wow. I started out, because I was so nervous, I was originally raised in Yiddish. So when I got nervous, I started to think in Yiddish. And that wouldn't help me. <laughs> But it's practice. And I'm very lucky that I do have three dogs, which I had mentioned to you. Mm -hmm. And I walk my dogs three times a day. So when I walk my dogs, that's when I practice what I need to say. I believe that we practice frequently, but only five minutes at a time. So when I'm walking my dog around the block, I'll I'll practice something that that I'm that I'm struggling with. It's not coming out as easily. And I practice it for my pacing. I practice it for my tonality. Mm-hmm. I practice my pause. I practice to make sure I'm not, um, uh. So I'm practicing that. And again, it's frequently, but not for a long period of time. And I have it scheduled in because my dog, I walk my dog three times a day. I have to go. <laughs> so it's really not personality. It's okay. practice. And it's really, it's being willing to be a beginner in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. when we start out, we're not great. When we start out, we don't sound enthusiastic. We don't, but we need to have the patience recognizing that we will become enthusiastic if we practice it. And does this approach uh, this approach work for all kinds of different industries and people at all different levels, or would there be some place that you think it wouldn't really be appropriate? No, I, I could see it working. I haven't come across an industry that it doesn't work, and mm-hmm. I don't. It's not age related. I've seen. I see people that are starting out in their careers, they they babble, they really babble. They babble, they do two things, they babble and mumble. So mm. the combination of the two is really difficult. Yeah. So that's an issue. Um, older, it's uh, when people are veterans in their industry, they've got to do something a little different. They have to do what I call disruptive thinking. Mm-hmm. They've got to disrupt what they're used to saying over and over and over again for many, many years. So they have to create that awareness that the first step is I've got to disrupt the way I'm saying I'm speaking, you know, on a day to day and then be ready to practice the new. So it's it's any area of your career. It's any time in your career. And I haven't found an industry yet that that sort of uh, stumped me. Mm-hmm. And I've worked across the board for I don't even know how many. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because you say disruptive thinking, but it, to me, it also disrupts the listener's thought process. That's what you it's want. not just the person who's not doing it the same way, but the listener is expecting to hear the second sentence that follows the first sentence. And when it goes a different direction, I think that really catches people's attention. See, that's the key. You know, the reason we start speaking in general is for two reasons only. Number one is to disrupt. There is a pattern that we're used to. So when we disrupt that pattern, all of a sudden somebody's paying attention to us. So yes, number one. And the second is only to create curiosity. So when we're talking about what we do in a very compassionate or we bring some curiosity to it, the only thing we want is for somebody to say, pretty, please tell us more. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then at a further conversation, we can go deeper. 
And other than the, the kind of, you know, creating that, that story, is there, is there more to the communication focus that you, that you think is important in terms of creating a, a company's story? Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes that companies make is that they come from their perspective. Mm-hmm. We do. We, you know, we are in business. We, you know, our gamut, you know, our gadget is going to be the greatest thing since whatever. Mm-hmm. They speak about their perspective. And I'd say 95, if not 98 percent of biz, of um, websites, it's all about their perspective, whatever the company is. Mm-hmm. And what you need to really do is talk about uh, the client's perspective. Mm-hmm. You've got to be speaking from the client's point of view, not your point of view. Mm-hmm. And that's a very different um, it's a different way to approach something, because the client in general has to know that you can you can unravel their fiasco. Whatever they're, whatever they're dealing with. You know, I'm coming to you, Dara, because I've got some sort of a business issue, either mm-hmm. with a partner or with a client that, that I got myself in a mess. And I want to know that you can unravel that mess. So when you're talking about my problems, not about your expertise, mm-hmm. I get to see like, holy camoly, you've got you've got the pulse of this and you're the clear choice because you can relate to my problem, my emotion. And you're giving me that you're telling me that you can give me the results that I'm looking for. Uh So when we speak to when we speak about the client's perspective, that's huge. I think it's also interesting. I actually saw this come up recently with somebody I was speaking to who had me look at their website. And they said, well, we're having trouble recruiting people. Nobody seems to want to work here. And I said, that's interesting. And I looked at the website just to kind of get a flavor of what they do. And I said, well, that's interesting. The website is all about you, principle of the company. You know, you're saying like, you know, it's this is, this is you know, the, and the job description said like, you know, it'd be wonderful. You can come learn from principal of the company. It's like, well, some people are going to come in who are senior who don't want to necessarily learn from you. They want to work with you. And other people are going to see that there's a ceiling because you're in charge of everything and everything goes run through you. It's like, right. I never thought my website was causing that problem. I said, it's probably causing the same problem for your clients because I've listened to people like you, Rochelle, and and I understand that if it's all me, 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 the client doesn't really see themselves there. But I also see that you just mentioned something that's very interesting when, when we're recruiting people. And again, you're going into the job description and it's about the company. One of the ways that you can focus it very differently, and I've worked with a client of mine very recently, mm-hmm. is who does the person that you're hiring, who do they become? because they're working with you. Mm-hmm. How do they grow? What what do they learn? What's the wisdom? What, what How do they become more valuable in their career mm-hmm. because they're working with you? When you support a person's growth and that you feel that they can they make a difference in your firm, the chances of them not only coming to you and staying with you is very, very high. Mm-hmm. Very, very high. It's not about you. It's about them. It's as if you're nurturing them along the way. Yeah, so it's not, and that's not just clients. And so it's it's other, it's it's you know, it's business partners, it's prospective employees, internal, external. Absolutely, if you want to, be, you just you just made the perfect example. Why would somebody want to work in that firm when that person's the head honcho and there's no room for anybody else? Yeah, there's just no room. So he's he's declaring that I'm like the king. And everybody else is an underlink Mm -hmm. and he's positioning himself not as working shoulder to shoulder with anybody. Mm -hmm. It's he's the king and everybody else has to adhere to him. A Mm -hmm. lot of people don't want to do that. Yeah. There's a big shift there too. Big. People are interested in opportunity and they're interested in time. They want to be, uh, they want to be in control of their own time, Mm -hmm. control of their own destiny. 
and uh, and they want more freedom today. They want to they want to have their expertise kind of pay off mm-hmm. in time freedom and then also financial freedom. Mm-hmm. And they're not interested in these jobs that you're coming in at nine in the morning and you've got to be there till like, you know, 10 or 11 at night. Those days are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels to me like a lot of what you talk about in terms of corporate communication and individual communication really comes down to making the connection. Make, first of all, making a connection, making a personable connection, because it's not just sitting across the table and saying, like, here's what I'm going to do to resolve your issue, whether you're an accountant or an insurance professional or a doctor, or whoever. It's it's really making that personal connection with the client or customer so that they understand who you are and what it's going to be like to work with you, not just the expertise, because I've said it before, you know, the paper, the paper that I do, you know, sometimes can be very simple. It's trying to figure out what should be on that paper and trying to understand the client's needs and goals that is it takes, I think, a, a, a more skill sometimes than the well, it's taking a long-term view of something. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And here's the, the thing that's more important than that. Relationships are powerful. Mm-hmm. The key relationships can do more for your business than any marketing campaign, than any um, than any than anything you can do. When you have key relationships that can support you in knowledge, in growth, in you know, and, and even when we're going through a rough time, you tell me two people that didn't go through a rough time during COVID. I mean, come right. on. Mm-hmm. And it's the relationships where, pull, you know, when people pull together. And I think relationships are, it's it's the idea of one plus one is 11. Mm-hmm. When you have key relationships, you can support each other and you can pull each other into an arena that you can't get to on your own. Mm-hmm. Relationships are incredibly powerful. It's not even your net worth. It's, it's, it's more than that. You yeah. know, I am so honored by what you did. I mean, you, you know, there was a time that I wasn't well and you sent me this book, which was phenomenal. And I cannot tell you what that meant to me. That put such a deposit in the relationship category. Mm-hmm. I will remember that forever. And it does two things. A, it solidifies you with another person, but it also shows more than that. It shows character. It shows, in, it, it shows insight. It shows that you're paying attention. And it's huge. You can make more impact with something like that than anything else. Mm-hmm. And I'll give okay. you another example. Um, mm-hmm. Years ago, I, I had had a dog that went blind. Oh. And I went to a client and I went in there like, oh, my God, my dog went blind. And I, I'm, I'm you know, not my best. So the next week I go back to the same client and the client gets me a little gift. And in this little bag is a is a toy for blind dogs. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know such a thing. Now, what's a toy for blind dogs? It has a smell and a squeak so the dog can find it. Oh, that's cute. I thought that was so unbelievable. So how much did this cost them? Like $10? And mm-hmm. what what's the impact that they made? Right. So yeah. we can do a lot with, our pers- with, with some key clients in our roster. Mm-hmm. You can send them an article on, like, I know you love Italy. You know, here's, you know, you can send somebody from out of the blue an Italian pasta bowl. Mm-hmm. There are things that we can make an impact to solidify the relationship because we 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 want to honor these people. We want to just tell them that you're valuable to me. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, we think a lot about these people. Why not tell them? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's, I love that idea. I really do. And I appreciate your comments about the book I sent. Oh um, my God. Was that, was that appreciated? Was you. that appreciated? Thank you. Well, I mean, to me, it really ties back into what we were talking about at the beginning, which is, you know, you want to get the, the purpose of 
speaking or purpose of conversation is to get somebody to be curious and to want to learn more. So you're drawing them in with that initial, that initial story that isn't boring. And then you're showing them really more, you know, more of who you are and how you do things by how you conduct yourself in a relationship. Totally. And how willing are you to, to deepen that relationship? Mm -hmm. And that's the difference. You know, we have a lot of superficial relationships, but how many do we take to another level? And, you know, we do have limited amount of time. So we have to pay attention to who do we want to um, become friendlier with. And, and again, what, what can we offer? What what do we bring to the table that can make a difference to somebody? Mm-hmm. And I think when we come from that perspective of of being proactive and giving in advance, and it doesn't necessarily only have to be in business. It could be personal. As yeah. I said, this person gave me a gift for my dog, mm-hmm. which I appreciated as much as anything in business. So relationships are just, I can't even stress how much I think and how important I think that is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, there's something to me that goes beyond skill and experience. It's, it's how you make a client feel, yeah. you know, because you're going to, you know, that, that person made you feel warm and, and heard and appreciated and thought about. So you have a warm spot for that person for doing that very simple thing for your dog. And you also have to realize that when, you know, in a lot of companies and a lot of businesses that we do, people come to us not when they're, you know, I have two types of clients. One, clients come to me because they're doing great. You know, a lot of people think if you bring in a consultant, you're bringing in a consultant because they're in disaster. No, that's not true. Mm -hmm. A lot of clients come to me because they have a hard time navigating change. Mm -hmm. So when they're getting hit with so much change, they just don't know how to prioritize and how do I implement and what do I do? Mm -hmm. So they're coming to me because they're doing great. But and they're coming to you very often, Dara, because they're not so great. They're angry. They're confused. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're dealing with somebody and you can recognize that they're vulnerable mm-hmm. and you can work with them where they feel safe and they can trust you, mm-hmm. priceless. Yeah. Priceless. Yeah. I see, a lot, I, I see a lot with, with businesses in transition, you know, whether they're they're just getting off the ground, they're a startup, or they're transitioning in some way, somebody's retiring, they're purchasing another company, whatever it is is happening there's a lot of uncertainty. And I think that, you know, part of my job is sort of, you know, counselor slash bartender sometimes because it takes 100%. a lot. To, it takes a lot to get somebody to trust you to get to the point of like, okay, this is really where the pain point is. This is really what the goal is. And I can do my job a whole lot better when I have that connection. Well, think of it this way, especially a startup. You put everyone, somebody, they're coming to you, they're putting everything on the line. Mm-hmm. They're putting everything on the line. Yeah. And they're not sure what the return is going to be. And they don't, they're don't. they not sure how long that's going to be. Mm-hmm. They're at their height of vulnerability. Right. And when you can recognize that and you can support that emotional side as well, again, priceless. Yes. You're not a transactional individual because mm-hmm. a transaction, that's not where it is. Right. It's from when you're dealing with the other component of the person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And to me, that makes my job much more interesting. I think it probably does for anybody who approaches things that way. Because you get to know the people you're working for. I mean, you know, other than that, it's, you know, I can, I, I can, I can, yeah, I could apply the same solution to everybody's problem. It's probably going to work most of the time, but they're not going to have that, that quality result. And they're not going to have that personal connection where they really understand why we're doing what we're doing. 100%. And they're not going to feel as taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to you because they feel that they are being taken care of. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing. And when you when you respond to them on, on that deeper level, that is 
you, you can't play around with that. You can't fake that. And they sense it and they feel it and they appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it, it, you've given me a really good picture in terms of, you know, what you want to be as a professional or as, you know, as a business owner, a business leader, how, you know, how you want to present yourself to differentiate yourself and then how you want to nurture that relationship once you've hooked them with an interesting story or a disruptive thinking or something. I mean, it kind of, you can you know, really bring them along and create a relationship that's going to be very valuable to both of you. Hundred percent. I mean, you you compliment somebody. You you show you acknowledge people. Mm -hmm. and they they just so appreciate being acknowledged, mm -hmm. and it makes such a difference. It makes such a difference in our world where we're so bombarded. We're bombarded with a gazillion messages all day, but we don't get a lot of appreciation. Mm -hmm. We get bombarded with everything, but it's not personal. Yeah. They don't know the real us. They, mm -hmm. you know, they see this, you know, a lot of it's a facade on, on social media today. It's sure. basically a facade, but they don't get to see the entire full spectrum. They don't get to see you as a mom. Mm -hmm. They don't get to see that. And that's so, that's so who you are. They don't get to see that you have such compassion for your clients that you, you really, you know, you're really concerned and you worry about them. They don't get to see that. Mm -hmm. They don't get to see that how proud you are that the client's doing so much better that they started off and like, now look where they are. Mm -hmm. They don't get, to, but that's who you are. Yeah. When they yeah. recognize that they feel so nurtured and taken care of so that there's no way that that account will go out the door. There's just no way. And it's also the ultimate compliment is when they refer me, you know, when they refer somebody else to me, you know, Hey, you've really got to call Dara because she, you know, she, I, I loved her. She was wonderful to work with because to me, that's a huge compliment. Well, it's it because it's acknowledging that not only they trust you, but they're spreading the trust. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need today. We need to be cared for. We need to feel that we can trust somebody. Mm -hmm. We need to feel that somebody understands our vulnerability, not just our highs when we're doing great, but right. when we're not doing as great. That's and and that somebody can have that can you know that solution for us that we're really praying for. So it it's so hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And there's, and there's so, I mean, there's, there's so much richness to what you do, I think, in terms of helping people understand how they want to present themselves oh, and, I love and how, and, and what kind of, you know, not only internal culture, but what kind of culture do they want to portray to the world and to the, to their prospective clients so that they can create those relationships. I think what you do is so valuable. I love going into a company when they are chaotic and, and they are in disarray. And I love going in when I can bring them together under the umbrella of let's let's get together and, and create this dynamic culture. Because right. you hear so many hours a day. This place is important. This place is valuable. This place is where we could nurture your, you know, your soul as well as your business accolades. Let, let's like make it happen. Mm -hmm. So I just think when we combine all of that, it makes such a huge difference. And that's why I love that. I mean, I love that your company name starts with a dynamic, you know, dynamic business growth is not, you know, it's not stale business growth. It's not, um, you know, high value business growth. It's something that, it, that tells people that, listen, there's going to be change and you're going to need to navigate that. Whether it's like you said, whether it's a great opportunity, you're getting the businesses flying in the door and you have to make some changes because you don't know how to handle these, you know, it's, it's change, but it's positive change. Right. Or you're kind of in rough waters and trying to figure out what to do next. So I think the dynamic part to me is really important. I love it because it, you know, business is dynamic. Mm -hmm. it, 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 at least for me, it, it calls all of me. Mm -hmm. It, I, it brings all of me to the table. It mm -hmm. brings my, my serious self. 
It brings my, you know, my rational self, let me figure this out. But it also brings my humorous self. It brings mm-hmm. my energy. It brings all of me to the table. Yeah. And I, I love to uh, work with that with people. It's like, let's just, you know, let's just bring all of us to the table and see, and see mm-hmm. let's shake it out and see what we're going to create. And let me tell you that we can create some great stuff. I just love it. I love with, and as I, I too love when my clients are at such a different level, it, mm-hmm. it just makes me feel. I have more pride than they do. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm just so, I'm such a cheerleader for them. I really am like a relentless, I'm relentless, like supportive theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I just like, yes, let's just do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think your clients are lucky to have all of you because that, that humor and that personality and the expertise kind of makes you who you are. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I think your clients, I mean, when when you talk about being gifted, I mean, you are really sharing your gift. You're sharing your skills, your, you know, aside from just your skills, it's your compassion, it's your understanding. I mean, you're a total gift to any of those who are, you know, who, who work with you. They And I'm sure that they feel blessed as well. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you. So Rochelle, I ask everybody the same question that they kind of was when we wrap up is what's something you've learned along the way that you wish you'd learned earlier? Two things. Mm-hmm. Number one, don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. Like just like, like, like get over it. Mm-hmm. Don't be so hard on yourself. And with not being so hard on yourself, I would have um, tried more things. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have done a little bit more because I wouldn't, I wasn't so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, we all have to make mistakes, make them quickly and get back on the court. But literally, but don't like, get rid of the self-judgment. That's, that is just, it doesn't serve. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't serve. Just get over it. And you're like, Michelle, get over yourself. <laughs> just keep going. Just, you know, just get back on the court. Don't be so hard on yourself. Well, Rochelle, this has been wonderful. I've, I've really enjoyed this conversation and I feel like there's just so much, there's so much richness here and so much to learn from you in terms of all that you know, you learned along the way. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. And just thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, just so much, you know, I just wish so much success and accolades to your you know, podcast because you are bringing so much value to so many business owners. Thank you very much. And, and tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, uh, dynamicbusinessgrowth.com. Okay. That's the best way to find me. Go to my website and uh, that's it. And I'm also, you know, that's, that's the best place. Let's, let's centralize everything because we're good. all over the place. Perfect. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much, Rochelle. I really appreciate this. Thank you. Take care. Have a great Bye. day. You too.